family will let you down. But there is a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. Somebody that never fails. Put your hands together and thank him that you can have confidence in him. Jesus, my hope is in thee. We're so glad you're here. If you are a guest, we are delighted that you are a part of this service. And we are always welcoming guests and are appreciative and hope that guests will continue and become a part of First Church. It is a great church. If you have your Bible, the book of Luke, the gospel according to St. Luke, the 15th chapter is where we will begin reading and the verse that we will start with is verse 25, Luke 15, 25. We are so happy that you are here with us today and believing for God to do something spectacular in the remainder of this service and trust then that you'll come back and be a part of all of the opportunities that we shared with you just a few moments ago. If you want a reminder of what those are, make sure that you pick up a bulletin and you'll be blessed by the activities of the church. Now his elder son, these are the words of Jesus as we find in my red letter edition that these are all red letters meaning that The Savior spoke these words. Now his elder son was in the field and as he came and drew nigh to the house, he heard music and dancing. So this elder son who's in the field comes back and hears music and dancing. He called one of the servants and asked what these things meant. He wanted to know what's going on. I'm... Missing a party. I didn't know anything about this party. What's happening here? And he said unto him, Thy brother is come, and thy father hath killed the fatted calf, because he hath received him safe and sound. Verse 28. And he was angry, would not go in. Therefore came his father out and entreated him. And he Answering said to his father, Lo, these many years do I serve thee, neither transgressed I at any time thy commandment, and yet thou never gavest me a kid that I might make merry with my friends. But as soon as thy son was come, which hath devoured thy living with harlots, thou hast killed for him the fatted calf. I, I can pick up that this, this guy's not happy about what's happening. He's not, he's not thrilled about the celebration that's going on. Verse 31. It's the key to the text that I share with you today. For we find that the father says to the son, Thou art ever with me, and all that I have is thine. All that I have is thine. It was meet. It was right. It was fitting that we should make merry and be glad. For this thy brother was dead and is alive again and was lost and is found. We should celebrate when the prodigal comes home. I'm going to say that again. We should celebrate when the prodigal comes home. I want to preach to you today all, somebody say all. All that he has 
All that he has is yours. Let, let's not wait for the prodigal to come home to realize that everything daddy has is mine and it's been mine all the time. I believe that God has so much for us that we are missing. We get our eyes on the wrong things when we should see that all that he has is yours. I want to preach all that he has is yours. If you're grateful, put your Bible down, your hands together one more time, give him a little prayer. Are you thankful for the goodness of Jesus? Are you thankful for the goodness of Jesus? Are you glad that he's got more than enough? I got Jesus and that's enough, that's enough, that's enough. I want you to know if you don't have Jesus or you had him and you lost him, we want you to come back and we'll celebrate that. But we got him all the time. Look at your neighbor and say all that he has is yours. And you may be seated. All that he has is yours. We know the story of the prodigal son. People that have lost their way. Believed that things that they wanted was worth giving up what they had. How many of you know that we have people that we know that have given up what they had for what they wanted? Anybody know that there are people that aren't here today that used to be here and have what we... I don't know why anybody wouldn't want what we had today. What a wonderful move of the Holy Ghost that we had happen in this house. The Spirit of the Lord that has swept in here. The worship has opened up an avenue for the Holy Ghost to flow through. The same God that healed Brother Null and shrunk a tumor, then took a tumor away, is the same God that can heal you today, help you today, deliver you today, set you free today, heal you today. Whatever you need, you can find in the house of God. In this house, the healer's in the house. In this house, the deliverer is in the house. Whatever you have need of, you're in a place where that it's provided. It's here. It's available. And he ain't going to run out. People have left what they had to get what they thought they wanted. And when they find out that what they wanted that looks so good, and they make it look good, how many of you know they can make it look good? I've never drank beer, but I've always wondered what a black stallion putting its legs up in the middle of beautiful white snow had to do with beer. But it's there. I often wondered why that the coolest looking cowboy had a cigarette in his mouth. But he did. And they can paint a beautiful picture. And that's what they desire to do is steal, kill, destroy, deceive people into believing that what the enemy has is worth walking away from what God has. Real quick, it ain't. 
Many of you could testify today. I tried that and I know today beyond any shadow of a doubt ain't nothing out there that can compare to what we have in here. He didn't know. He saw. He saw the lure of sin, the deceptive power of the devil wooed him away from the comfort, the provision, all that the father had for him. And he became selfish. Anybody know what's, what, does anybody recognize and realize what happens to selfish people? Selfish people are not satisfied with anything. The Bible says this, the eyes of a man, not gender specific ladies, the eyes of a man are never satisfied. You can want and you can get and you're still going to want. Doesn't matter how much you try to satisfy, you won't find satisfaction outside of our Savior. He said, give me, there's that selfish attitude, give me that which belongs to me. And he got it, and he took it, and he spent it. He wasted it on frivolous living. His brother wasn't wrong about the fact that he had harlots. I mean, I'm not going to get into the details of what this young man, the foolishness of his folly the, to go and to do the things that he did. He certainly should not have done that. But I'm not here today to judge the poor decision making of the young man. I want to tell you today, it's not your job to judge. Based on your applause, not everybody believes that, but that's not what it's based upon. It's based upon Bible, and the Bible leads us to believe, and as a matter of fact, emphatically states, judge not, lest ye be judged. I don't know how you feel about it, but I thank God that He is a God of mercy and grace. I don't want His judgment. I want His grace. So I'm not, I'm not meeting out any judgment today about people that have made poor decisions because I got a feeling everybody here has at one time or another if you didn't say amen that might have been one of them right there because we have all made poor decisions he made bad decisions he made bad choices he went out and he spent all that he had and wasted it on frivolous living and he ends up we already know the story he ends up in a pig's pen how many of you know that the prodigal was in a pig pen, slopping pigs. I'm going to tell you how bad it gets. When you think pig slop looks good, it's bad. That's exactly right. Pig slop started looking good, and that's bad. And he realized, he realized even the servants, those that get the scraps, the scraps from the Savior are better than the best that the adversary has to offer. But with the Savior, there ain't no scraps. Because you're a son. And that son, the Bible says when he came to himself, he came to himself. He find, 
the light finally came on. And darkness cannot defeat light. When light shines, it's the start of the solution. He came to himself. He said, I'll go back. I'll be a servant in daddy's house. I'll go back and be a servant. I don't expect to be the top dog anymore. I just want to be a dog that's barking and gets me a hush puppy, if you know what I'm talking about. I'd be happy to have a hush puppy. A hush puppy's better than the slop that I'm feeding these pigs. And he started his trek back toward the father. You know the story. I'm not preaching it all over again. He came to himself, started the journey back. And the Bible says when he was a great way off, that helps me to know that the father's always looking. How many of you know that there's something worse than being lost and that's being lost and nobody's looking? Every day, daddy was looking for his son to come home. We may not know this, but our Savior is not satisfied on Sunday with those that sit in this sanctuary when there are many that are not here. He's looking and he's longing that they would come home because he knows what he has for them at the Father's house. I'm going to preach to you today in just a moment. All that he has is yours. All that he has is yours. Prodigal starts his trek toward home. The dad sees him a great way off and runs to him, embraces him and says, Hey, we're going to start us a party. We're going to have a celebration. My son who was lost, now he's found. Go kill the fatted calf. Go get the ring. Put the robe on. We know the story. It's a great celebration. There's this wonderful celebration going. I believe that we should celebrate when prodigals come home. I've said it and I'm going to keep saying that I believe it's true. Too many people want to kill the prodigal and not the fatted calf. When the prodigal comes home, we're not going to kill him. We're going to celebrate him. When they come back, we're not going to say what were you doing, stupid, slopping pigs? What's wrong with you? No, we're going to say, hey, we're happy that you're home and we're going to celebrate with you what God's going to do to and through you. We want them to come home. If you want them to come home, say amen. Amen. Well, I read the text. The older brother, the older brother comes back from doing what he was supposed to be doing. He was working for the Father, doing the work of the Father. And you know, it's possible to be doing the work of the Father and still have a bad attitude. Oh, man, what happened to my amen corner there? I feel like it just got quiet in the house. You know, it's possible to be doing the work of the Father and still have a bad attitude. I'm starting to get a bad attitude because ain't nobody preaching with me now. It's possible, it's possible to be doing what you're supposed to be doing and doing it with the wrong attitude. We're so quick to judge people when they get out of church. It's possible to be in the church and be out of the church at the same time. Pastor was preaching good, wasn't he? And then he started preaching. When I was preaching about the prodigals, you are like, hey man, preach preacher, but now. He came, he came close, and when he got close, he was hearing the music, celebrating music. I mean, celebrate good times. Come on. There's a party going on right here, a celebration to last throughout the year. Remember when we heard that one? It's been a long time. It's been a long time since the Cardinals won the World Series, if you know what I'm talking about. 
That was the song back in the day. He heard that party going on. He's thinking, it ain't my birthday. It's not time to celebrate me. You know, we got to be careful that not everything's about us. How many of you know that not everything's about you? Nobody wants to preach with me now. This ain't about us. It's all about you, Lord. He deserves the glory. All of the glory belongs to Him. There's times when we don't get it that it makes us mad. And that's what happened to this guy. He got mad because there was party going on. He could smell. He could smell the beef burning. Anybody know what I'm talking about? When you smell the sear. Mm, I'm feeling something right now. When you smell the sear of that steak. Mm, I'm hungry. Y'all are in good shape because I'm hungry. Smell the sear of that steak. And he said, I didn't know steak was on the menu tonight. I thought we were eating chicken. I thought we were eating pig. I thought we were having pork. And no, I smell beef. I smell beef. I smell the sear of the steak. And he started to say, what's going on here? What's happening? I hear celebrate good times. I smell the sear of the steak. I want to know what's happening here called one of his servants. Now understand, this guy has servants. He has servants working for him. He has servants working for him. And he calls one of his servants and says, what's going on? They said, baby brother's home. Baby brother was lost and now he's found. He, We thought he was dead, but he lives again. And daddy went out and killed the fatted calf, and he got the robe, and he got the ring, and there's a party celebrating that your baby brother's home. And about, like what just happened right there? That's about what happened that day. He got mad. He got mad. He got angry. The Bible says he got angry. And you know what? I believe he got angry because I read the scripture, and it sounds like he's angry. Anybody ever seen somebody angry and you didn't have to hear one word you already knew? Anybody know somebody that you can tell by looking at them whether they're angry? He got mad. He got angry. I do everything I'm supposed to do. I pay my tithe. And I'm mad about it. I'm at prayer meeting when ain't nobody else at prayer meeting. And I'm mad about it. I even come on Wednesday night. (laughs) And I'm mad about it. Man, I didn't know I was going to preach this good today. You know that you you can waste wonderful opportunities 
Because you got a bad attitude about the goodness of God. I don't know if you heard what I said. You can waste wonderful opportunities because you got a bad attitude about the goodness of God. He got mad. Dad said, come on in. Your brother's home. Let's have a celebration. He's like, I'm not going in there. I'm not celebrating him. He's out with harlots. Y'all know what harlots are? Brother Clyde, not making this stuff up. This is the Bible right here. I'm telling you what the Bible says. People start getting nervous when preachers start preaching about what the Bible says. Now, we're comfortable to bring all kinds of stuff into our house and let our kids watch it and let our kids listen to it and let our kids. But when pastor starts talking about, oh, my Lord, what's he doing? Maybe we ought to just say this is PG today because it ain't 13. Because everybody still got their clothes on in here. Do you hear what I'm saying today? Mmm, mmm, pastor done preaching today. We got to appreciate him in a minute. You better appreciate a pastor that'll preach to you that it's wrong to let your kids watch filth that they shouldn't be watching and wonder why they end up. You know what I said? I've said this for a long time. Kids aren't the problem. Mmm, man. Y'all might take that money back when I get done. I hope you hear what I'm telling you today. He said, I thought you was going to preach all that he has is yours. I am. We got to get there. We got to get there. You see, he said, I'm mad. I'm mad because God is good even when people are bad. Hear that. I'm mad because God is good even when people are bad. Somebody ought to say, thank you, Jesus, that God is a God of grace and you didn't get what you deserved because if everyone here got what we deserved, we'd spend an eternity in hell because the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. He's out there spending all of his inheritance and now he comes home and you're having a party for him you're going to celebrate you're going to celebrate that he's down at this altar praying back through after you know what he did you know what he said you know where he went you know what you don't know like I know what the Lord has done for me and I don't know how you feel about it but I'm glad you don't know like I know Anybody glad that I don't know what the Lord has done for you? Anybody glad that not everybody knows everything you've done? But how many would say if you got what you deserved, it wouldn't be grace? That's why it's amazing. I'm not going in there. No way I'm going to celebrate him. 
I do this, 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 and that, and he does that, and then you give him this. Are you kidding me? Frustrated, aggravated, upset, angry. It's a strong word. Describes. Describes him. And then, then the father says, the father says, you've been with me this whole time. You've been with me this whole time. And all, I'm going to say that again. All, all, not just the fatted calf, but every fatted calf. He could have had T-bone, fillet mignon, New York strip, eat the sirloin if you want to. He could have had steak seared on every day that ended in Y. Because his daddy said, his daddy said, all, A-L-L, all, all the fatted calf that I just killed for your baby brother to celebrate that he came home. Not only was that one yours, but it's mama. Every calf. All. Somebody say all. Have you ever, have you ever wondered what it was like to not have to worry about running out. How many of you have ever gone to a buffet? I mean, it happens occasionally. I've, I've been to buffets, and there's a particular buffet that's, that's here, and if pastor preaches too long like he is today, if you get there, they've already run out of things. Well, we did have this, 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 and that, but we don't have that anymore. We ran out. And so my wife's like, come on, let's go. We got to get there. They're going to run out of this. They're going to run out of that. They're going to. Because there is apparently not a limitless supply of pork chops that are smothered. Sometimes you got to eat the ham that remains. I was just uh, in Maryland, and there's a place in Maryland that uh, has all-you-can-eat crab legs. Is there anybody hungry right now? Because I'm telling you what, I could get me some, I could get some grub going right now. All-you-can-eat crab legs, Brother Donnie. Whenever I, I, I was in York, Pennsylvania, I was in York, Pennsylvania. We had the train-up conference in York, Pennsylvania, and I found out that Frederick, Maryland was only one hour and 17 minutes from York, Pennsylvania. There's a place there, Sister Lulabelle. It's called Liberty Road Steak and Seafood. Now, I'm just going to talk to you for a minute and tell you what I think about that. This place, this place has all you can eat. Not just you. All I can eat. <laughs> Big difference. <laughs> Big difference. All I can eat. Crab legs. That's all I got to say. That's all I need. They had 
oysters, shrimp. They had ribs. They had hush puppies, coleslaw, macaroni salad. I, I wish I'd have taken a picture. I could go, but I'm just going to start with, they had all-you-can-eat crab legs. That's all that mattered to me. I found out that they opened at 3 o'clock. Guess what time I got there? Because they have not seen me eat crab legs the way I want to eat crab legs. Does anybody know how expensive crab legs are? Does anybody know? You go, make it a, make it a, make it a, a, an adventure. Go to Walmart and find out what a little box like this costs you. Okay? All you can eat. You ain't seen me eat crab legs. I just want you to know. When I got there, I got there at 3 o'clock. So, Sheila, you know why I got there at 3 o'clock? Because I wanted to make sure every crab leg they had in that building was available. (laughs) And I ate. And I ate. And I ate some more. And I knew that I had to leave at 5 o'clock in order to get back to be at church. So, you know how long I ate? I ate till 5 o'clock. That's exactly right. Matter of fact, it was 5.04, but I knew I could drive a little bit faster than I had on the way over there. And when I walked out that door, after, I'm not going to tell you how many crab legs I ate, but I ate several hundred dollars worth of crab legs. Let's just put it like that. They did not make money on me. They probably made a mental note, don't ever let this guy back in Liberty Roast. I got there at 3 o'clock because I was afraid that they would run out before I got everything that I wanted. But when I left, Brother Casey, in case you were wondering, I was the first car on the parking lot. (laughs) Number one in line. I got there at 2.57. That's right. Whenever I walked in, they looked at their watch like, oh, we got to get this guy in here. When I walked out, that parking lot was filled with people. There were people sitting out throughout that entire restaurant and they just kept coming and dumping crab legs. Shannon, they just dumped one thing of crab legs after another and I thought, I didn't have to get here so early. Looks like they had plenty of crab legs. There was more. I, when I tell you that I got all the crab legs that I wanted, I got all the crab legs that I wanted. That is not easily done. I got all the crab legs that I wanted and there was still more available for others. And I thought about that. I thought about I thought about the fact that this, this, this son, he got his eyes on the wrong thing. He got his eyes off of all. I, I hope that you're hearing what I'm preaching today. He got his eyes off the fact that everything that his daddy had was his. When everything that your daddy has is yours, you don't have to worry about what your brother's getting. There is more than enough for you to have everything that you want and need. Anybody ever heard of a pyramid? Anybody know what I'm talking about, a pyramid? You get it in the beginning and you are going to make some money, honey. There is pyramid schemes that you start and then you get two people and then you make money off the money that those two people make. 
Then they get two people and they get two people and you make money off the four people, the two people and the money you make. And then it just keeps. Anybody impressed by that? I mean, that's pretty powerful to me. You know what I love about the Lord? He ain't in the business of the pyramid. The wall is the way it works with him. And the one that's the bottom brick on the wall, he gets it all. He gets it all no matter how many bricks, Sister McMillan, keep stacking the bricks, baby, because it doesn't matter how high they go, he still gets it all. You know what's so great about God? I want somebody, I want some new converts to hear what I'm preaching to you. The guy that's the top brick gets everything the guy on the bottom brick gets. He just didn't get it as long. Came to preach on this Sunday, now afternoon. All that he has is yours. Stand with me, I'm going to stop. It's 1224. It's, it's disheartening, it's disheartening when people, when churches, when communities can't celebrate people that were dead that live again, people that were lost but now are found. I preach this on this Sunday as a point of preparation for this congregation. I want you to hear what I'm telling you right now. I want you to understand why pastors preaching the way that I'm preaching. Because there is coming. This is what I sense in my spirit. What I'm feeling. What I'm, what I'm feeling in prayer. There is a revival of the prodigals that is ready to happen. And it's ready to happen now. And it's ready to happen for this region. And I want to be a church that is ready to receive the prodigals when they come home. But there's no church that will be ready to receive prodigals when they return if they have the big brother's bad attitude. We cannot have the attitude that he doesn't deserve that. I want you to understand what we have is every day we have access to it all. It's ours. I'm not upset. I'm not upset. I'm not angry. When God gives the 11th hour worker the same wage that I've gotten and I've been working since the beginning of the day. What happens is we miss the benefits. Anybody know that the hourly wage, that doesn't even begin to cover it when you consider the benefits. There are some people, hear what I'm telling you right now, they, they say it doesn't even matter what the hourly wage is, it's the benefit package that makes me want to work where I'm at. It's all the added benefits that I get. Somebody hear what I'm telling We've been too focused on the hourly wage. Well, I can't believe that they get that when I'm only getting this and I've been doing this and I've been... Quit thinking about that. Think about the benefits that come, the blessings that come 
It's all yours. All that he has is yours. So if you've missed the miracle, don't make it about the fact that that person didn't deserve it and this one doesn't get it. Why did he get that and I didn't get this? You get it all! Why are you preaching that, Pastor? Because if we don't get the mindset that all that he has is ours, then we're not going to be a place that celebrates the baby brother that's lost was dead how many of you know there's people out there that Satan has them convinced that there's no hope for them but we will let them know we want you back we need you back how many of you know this is a great looking group that's here today thank you for being here but there's so many more that we're missing and we need to be looking and longing that they would come through we need to become like the father and we will and we can if we'll know that all that he has These altars are open for people that want to recognize today that at this altar there's everything that they need. Maybe this is your first time to come. We'll celebrate. Maybe you're coming back. We'll celebrate. But we'll also, while we're celebrating, know it's all mine. I'm going to have this and I'm going to have that and I'm going to go here and I'm going to go there. I'm going to get everything and you don't have to get it. You don't have to get it and hope that nobody else can. You can get it and know there's more than enough. God has everything that you need and he still has enough to say, go kill the fatted calf. Go get the robe. Go get the ring. We're going to celebrate. Why? Because we have all that we have. They can have all that he has is yours don't leave today with knowing that you missed you missed that steak dinner you missed that filet today every calf every calf to the prodigal through our heart of thanksgiving. Prepare a pathway of promise to the prodigal through our heart of thanksgiving. Jesus. Jesus.